and welcome to the What Country Is podcast with Sarah Pearson. I am still Sarah Pearson. Haven't changed my name. Haven't gotten married. I imagine that it takes a long time to change your name. Uh, so still, I am still me for now until I guess something happens, until I find love. In which case, I still probably won't change my name because I think it's pretty cool. Happy Friday, guys. Hope you guys had a great week. I had a little bit of a crazy week. There was a lot that I've done. There's a lot that I'm currently doing. So I just want to give a little bit of a life update. First things first, it was Easter this past Sunday, which is exciting. I, I don't really celebrate Easter, and I really have never celebrated Easter basically my whole life. Uh, up until I was the age of five, I didn't even know it existed um, because my parents aren't religious. And so they just let me live as if Easter didn't exist um, until I went to kindergarten and I heard all about these children getting chocolate and gifts and searching for plastic eggs. I was like, I want in on this Easter business. Excuse me, family, where are my chocolates? And of course, uh, my mom was very upset that the other children in my class shared this top secret holiday with me as if I wasn't going to find out. Um, so thanks, mom, for withholding five years worth of chocolate. I'm a little disappointed about it, but it's fine. I, I, I guess I'm over it. I'm 22 now, and I still really haven't celebrated Easter. But that does bring me to a celebration that I am excited about, which probably most people aren't as excited about as I am. So my sister and I went on a hike, which sounds kind of like a terrible segue, but you'll see what I'm getting to in just a second. We went on a hike. Um, it was less of a hike, more of like a walking trail. And on this walking trail, there is a stream. And in the stream are frogs, turtles, a bunch of different kinds of creatures. And, you know, I had seen a bunch of turtles the last time I had went on this hike by myself. But I was, you know, I'm not really into catching turtles or anything. When I was a child and when me and my sister were kids, we used to catch frogs at our pond. So we are better equipped for frog hunting she more than I, um, mostly. I would just watch. But I know turtles. T I have no experience. And I didn't, I mean, spoiler alert, I didn't catch any turtles this time around. But what I did see was a bunch of turtles swimming, a bunch of turtles on a log, just a lot of turtles. But then across the bank, quite a, like a few, like a mile in to our walk, on the creek, across the across the creek, on the bank, where no joke, about fifteen to twenty turtles, all, like all facing the same direction, worshiping a tree stump. And now, I'm sure there was a reason for it. Maybe they were basking in the sun. Maybe they were doing something that makes complete sense in nature. But my brain thought immediately, since it was Easter that they were, they were at Turtle Church, which to me makes the most sense. And I could not stop thinking about it. Basically, the entire time we were on our hike, I, I 
was constantly thinking about those little turtles at Turtle Church. Now, as I mentioned, I'm not very religious. I have quite a few friends who are religious and participate in church, and I respect it, you know? I I have a few issues with the church, many issues with the church, but, uh, you know, I don't really care that much, but I would like to be a part of Turtle Church, and that is a celebration that I would like to participate in. It was like Turtle Easter Mass, um, I'm now curious to what other animals now have these churches that I'm unaware of. You know, there could be like Frog Church, for all I know. I I mean, the possibilities are endless, okay? Maybe, you know, Bird Church. I've just got many. I think it could be a great story. I'm really excited about it. I haven't stopped talking about it since Sunday. And so I thought that maybe you guys would want in on my turtle church story and maybe I can go check it out, do some investigative, oh my God, do some investigative journalism, figure out what this whole turtle church is about and, and just jump into it, you know, really immerse myself in turtle church. And with that, we had a great hike, okay? I... I was a bit distracted by the turtle church, but then we went to the horse barn where they keep all these horses and do trail rides and horseback riding lessons, and I had a great time. I love horses at heart. I've always wanted to be a horse girl. Ever since I was a little girl, I asked, like, basically every holiday, every birthday for a horse. Never got it. I don't, we don't have the property for a horse. I suppose we could have boarded it, but, like... We were not a super wealthy family. From the outside looking in, I would say that most people probably thought we were relatively wealthy. But as a person that existed in that space, we were not that wealthy. (laughs) We are the rich poor, as I would call it. Too rich to benefit from anything. Uh, But also, once we've paid for everything, we are now poor. So it's kind of in the the middle, the rich poor. I'm sure a lot of you... uh, out there probably feel that they are also in the same boat as me. Not rich enough, but also not poor enough. You know, that's kind of how I feel. So the hike went well. (laughs) Sorry, this has been like, this whole introduction is going to be a lot of tangents because it's a lot of life update. Uh, So after our hike on Sunday, we were chilling, whatever. And I was like, I wonder if I could get a COVID shot or at least the first one. Uh, soon, because I, I, I really want to get back to normal life as much as I love living in my apartment for days on end. Um, and my family is starting to get all of their vaccines. My mom just finished her dose up. Uh, my brother had, so he had scheduled his for Tuesday. And so my mom was like, your brother's getting his on Tuesday. You should like see what's going on in your area, see what you can do. And so I was looking to, into it on uh, Monday. And I was like, oh, let's see what, you know, what Tennessee's got going. And, and obviously the rules are different everywhere. And so I hopped on and I was like, oh, and then I scheduled one for Tuesday, basically the exact same time as my brother, just in two different states. Um, even at the same place, he got his at a Walgreens, I got mine done at a Walgreens. So it's really, we share like a, a vaccine time. So we're going back on the same day too, which is kind of fun. But so I got um, my first round of the uh, 
coronavirus vaccine, which I'm really excited about because, you know, I just I'm excited to get back to normal. I'm hoping that the rest of the country can hopefully figure it out and get on board, uh, either getting the vaccine or continuing to wear the masks. Obviously, the vaccine, you know, you have to continue to wear the mask until there's enough herd immunity. But I'm just, you know, excited for myself. <laughs> so I, I feel more comfortable going out and, and doing things and, you know, being able to go back to a semi-normal life that I used to live. So I'm very excited about that, which leads me into uh, one of the things that I've been doing in preparation for my new regular life, crazy new regular life, which is um, I've been kind of unsuccessful looking for jobs, um, more or less because I maybe I just don't come across very professional. I can't imagine who would think that. Um, so I, I did like an overhaul of my resume. I spent basically all week doing that, just trying to sound, you know, really sell myself and my skill set because I feel like I have a lot to offer, but I just don't know how to say it. And so I did like a whole resume makeover and yeah, I'm hoping it works. I've applied to a few jobs. I felt relatively confident with my new resume. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm worried, but not too worried. Obviously, I have other means of making money and supporting myself, but it would be really nice to have uh, a stable job that I could go to once the pandemic is quote unquote over eventually, maybe. So that's what I've been doing. However, one of the jobs that I did apply to, they have like a screening questions. I don't know how familiar you are with that, that type of thing. So I you put in my resume and then you fill out basic information about yourself. And then there were like these screening questions. So like, what makes you qualified? What makes you stand out? And all that kind of stuff. What makes you special uh, as opposed to someone else? And, you know, you fill that out and you're like, yeah, I'm special because of X, Y, and Z. But then the last question on the screening was, what is your star sign? And I was like, how on earth does this have anything to do with my work or anything? I mean, I don't mind because I, I'm a Leo. We are known for being loud and passionate people. And, and I think that I am. And I think I'm a relatively hard worker. And I think that comes across as a Leo thing. But like some people don't like Leos. Like what if the, the hiring manager's like looking at it and he's like, mm, she's a Leo, not into it, next. I'm like, I have no control over when I'm being born. Maybe they just wanna know when you're born. Like if you're a summer kid, you should take the summer. I have no idea w how that applies, but I, I don't, at this point, I've already submitted my, my application, so I guess I don't care. Um, and hopefully they uh, enjoy it. They hopefully they're like, oh, yes, a Leo, you know, fiery, passionate. I, I don't know. I'm excited to maybe hear back from them. It, it, it's just, it's just, I don't know. And then on top of that, on top of the stress, I, I have been inducing myself with job hunting and doing other stuff, trying to feel productive in my life. I wake up this morning, 
to a familiar sound that I've heard many a time come from my cat, which is a heaving noise. And I woke up to literally the moment he just projectile vomited onto my bed. I ha- I, I don't, I can't think of another time I've ever been so infuriated. Like, oh, I, I'm getting heated just talking about it. I've never been so angry at him in my whole life. And I've owned him for like 12 years. Because he's never done that before. He like he has a very sensitive stomach, so I'm used to cleaning up after him in that as, like aspect. But never has he ever puked on my bed before, and I thought I was going to lose it, and so I just like grabbed my comforter and chucked it in the laundry, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is at like six in the morning," and I was like, "I I I can't I." could not even look at him. I was so just frustrated. And I oh, I could not. I, I don't know how many cat owners out there have cats with very sensitive stomachs. And like, you try, you know, they're like your children. You just trying to love them, flaws and all. But sometimes it is just too hard. And he tried to come cuddle with me after I had thrown my, my, uh, comforter in the laundry and I was just cuddled up under my blanket and he was like I'm sorry and I was like I can't even look at you right now I am so frustrated because <laughs> he woke me up out of my like dead sleep because I know that sound and I tried to you know wake up and put him in a place but it was just too late it was oh I can't I'm so sorry everyone I just I was very frustrated by it and I I couldn't really talk to anyone about it because my sister had already left and I was just like, I I just can't. I was just really frustrated this morning. Okay, life update over. That's all that happened this week. It's been really quite stressful, I think. Exciting, stressful, you know, good thing, the COVID vaccine, bad things, you know, cat vomit and working on resumes for hours on end. So... Take with, you know, that was my life. That's that's what I've been up to. So let's just jump in to some topics this I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, there was two things that I uh, wanted to talk about. The first thing is I saw a post on a friend, like a friend had posted on Facebook, or maybe it was a share or something, but I saw it and I wanted to comment. And I'm, I don't, typically comment on things on social media unless they're like kind of funny or like I want you know on a silly input but this was kind of like a serious input and I didn't really want to actually start a conversation on Facebook because I don't care but I thought that it would be interesting to bring up in the podcast because you know it is a one-sided conversation but I I would like to know what you think and so the post was like a picture it was like a meme And it was a picture of a guy in the desert and he's wearing like modern clothes. And it was the the quote on the, the meme essentially was like, I love law enforcement, but I like I listen to outlaw country. It had that sort of like vibe about it or like that was kind of what it was saying. And I thought it was an interesting concept because I have seen it before uh, in conversations I've had politically 
about, you know, rednecks uh, now being for police officers and law enforcement. And uh, and then I had someone comment being like, rednecks should be against the government. <laughs> and I understand their point because in back in the day, they used to now obviously do some questionable things, bootleg moonshine, stuff like that. And uh, so they were much closer related to the outlaws um, that they like to listen to songs about. And uh, I just thought it was interesting because now it's kind of done like a whole flippity flop where rednecks are much more into government or not even government. It's a very confusing. I don't want to get too political, but they're the conversation is protecting the like the police officers and and whatever which i totally agree with but and then they're just the you know the uh contrast of we listen to the outlaw country and i i can relate to the meme uh personally because i'm a, a rule follower i would say and i do respect our police officers and and our government and i uh i but I also listen to Outlaw Country. I think it's entertaining. Um, obviously, I would like art and reality to be separate, but sometimes they're not. <laughs> and so I just thought it was an interesting topic. I want to know what you guys think about that because I, did, I think when I read it, I kind of internalized it and I was like, oh, I, there's like a conversation there. I just don't I don't want it to be too serious. I don't want it to be a serious conversation about politics and and law enforcement and the the you know the reality of what's going on in our world as far as conservatives go. But I just thought it was an interesting thing for everyone to think about uh, in the country music realm. I, it's it's country related, and so I thought maybe. We could talk about it a little bit because I love Outlaw Country. Um, and I, I think what we would typically identify as Outlaw Country is men breaking the law and murdering and stealing and, and that kind of outlaw, a more Western type of life. Um, but let me tell you, if we're talking about Outlaw Country, we should at least just mention almost every female artist in country music ever who has mentioned murdering her husband slash boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend in a song. There are so many. I would just, I, I could give you a list, but I maybe I'll save it for another episode. Because, you know, these outlaw guys, they're all big and tough. But women are straight out murdering people in these songs, okay? Like Goodbye, uh, Goodbye Earl by The Chicks and... There and oh, Miranda Lambert's gunpowder and lead. Like people are being straight up murdered. Maybe for good reason. I don't really know. Maybe is there ever a good reason to murder someone? I, that's not for me to decide. But I'm just saying that where there is this outlaw country, there's also an equal amount of women murdering men in some country songs. So I'm just saying, it, it's a thought. It's something to consider when uh, thinking about the legality of outlaw <laughs> country music, just, just just keep it in the back of your mind. I, I know that maybe it's something to consider when listening to music. Just next time you're listening to a music, like anything, 
outlaw-y versus like a Carrie Underwood type. Just listen carefully. Somebody's being murdered, I'm sure. So the next thing that I wanna talk about is I reached out to you guys on Instagram which was super exciting. I had done that last week and this week was even more successful. So thank you for your contribution to this week's episode. I asked you guys a would you rather redneck edition and you guys came through with your answers. I was really excited because I wanted to talk about some country music cliches. And the first one I started with was riding down a dirt road in a truck or laying out by the lake. And you guys chose laying out by the lake was 75%. So a good three fourths of the, the voters answered, I would say a pretty relatively good answer. I myself, I'm too pasty white. I like hanging out by the lake. I like swimming, but I got it. I gotta go back inside after like an hour because this burns up real quick. So riding in a truck is probably, like down a dirt road is probably what I would have gone with. And 25% and of the voters agreed with me. So I, that's personally what I would do in my would you rather situation. The next one we did was cowboy hats versus cowboy boots. This one surprised me as I am pretty sure, I mean, I'm not, obviously like a fashion trendsetter or anything, but <laughs> cowboy hats, I feel like are in right now. Like all of the beauty influencers that I follow, they're very few, uh, are, are, you know, wearing the cowboy hats is like a fashion statement and they're not at, at all related to country music or the lifestyle or anything. And so I thought that was totally going to win, but turns out country, uh, cowboy boots won by 65% which I think is probably what I would go with. I'm not like a big hat person, uh, but I've always wanted a pair of cowboy boots. So I think that is definitely also what I would go with for sure. After that, there was drink whiskey versus drinking beer. And now this was a close one, but I do think that uh, drinking beer won at, yeah, at 55%, which was kind of expected. I don't know anyone who's super into drinking whiskey um, other than my sister and like a few other people, but drinking whiskey got 45%, which I was shocked by. Like I, I could not believe that there was that many whiskey drinkers that I, I knew um, because most of my Instagram followers are people that I know. So if you want to follow me on Instagram and vote in these polls, please feel free. I want more opinions that are outside of my friends and family and people that grew up in New York. So please join me if you enjoy these podcasts on my Instagram at Sarah Pearson Music. The next one was fishing versus hunting. And now hunting is pretty popular where I am. Um, and I think it's relatively popular in more rural places. So I would probably say hunting, but the, the vast majority of voters voted way differently. 90% voted for fishing. And now I, I could see how that is probably pretty popular as fishing is more accessible than hunting. Like you can just go down to, you know, local Walmart, Walmart, buy a fishing pole, some bait, go out to like any creek ever or any body of water and just start fishing. 
Rose hunting is a little bit more challenging. You have to buy the gear and you have to get the licenses and, and you got to go out and walk around and it's much more complicated. But I enjoyed the to reap the benefits of the hunters. I myself don't actually hunt. I just like to reap the benefits of the delicious, you know, the, the good stuff that they bring home. So the, that was not a surprise if I thought about it logically. Uh, so I was, I was shocked in the beginning, not shocked anymore. The next one was Saturday nights versus Sunday mornings. Now this was, I, I thought I was pretty confident that Saturday nights was gonna win and they did by 87%. But there was 13% that chose Sunday mornings and maybe they're religious, maybe they just like to a cool chill like Sunday morning. My sister chose Sunday morning because she likes breakfast. So, you know, I don't know, but I'm much more of a Saturday night kind of person. And I think most of my college friends are probably Saturday night people. So that one was not too much of a shock to me. After that, there was the backwoods versus the cornfields. And I feel like this swayed closer to backwoods because most of my followers are from upstate New York and we don't have a ton of cornfields, at least where I'm from. In, in in cornfields, I would say a little bit more Western New York, but again, I don't know that many people from Western New York. And so the backwoods one with 84%, well, I wasn't surprised. I would prefer the backwoods to cornfields any day. Again, I'm really pale, I need the shade. It's a pretty, pretty obvious answer to me. The next one was Ford versus Chevy. And I guess it was just an opinion of like what car you like better or like maybe what car you have. I've had a few Fords in my day. I have friends that have Chevys. I don't really know the difference. I'm not a car person, but Chevy one was 64% and then Ford uh, Ford had 36%. So I don't, I don't really know the difference, but I thought it'd be an interesting thing because those brands are mentioned in country music all the time. If it were me, I like Fords. You know, I like... I like the history of the Ford. Does it really apply to, you know, how it runs? Not really. The next one after that was Neons versus Moonlight. And I really was surprised because I would choose Neons. But Moonlight got 88% of the vote, which was crazy to me because those are both actually like super cliche things. I write about Neons a lot in my songs because I really like them and I have a unique experience growing up in a bar setting. But, you know, maybe Moonlight is where it's at. Maybe more songs should include the Moonlight so people can relate to them. Maybe I should write more Moonlight songs? I don't know. I just want to relate to the my audience more. So this was actually a really fun poll to do just to figure out what you guys would prefer and what you would relate to better. The next one after that was cutoff jeans versus plaid shirts. And... I I had assumed that plaid shirts would win because it's pretty much universal uh, between uh, guys and girls and cut off jeans, mostly girls. <laughs> I can't imagine that guys would want to wear them, but maybe they voted, you know, cut off jeans because they wanted to see girls wear them or see someone else wear them. But plaid shirts did win with 65% and cut off jeans lost, sadly, 
with 35%. Now, if I could rock a good cutoff jean, I would probably vote that, but I don't think I could. So plaid shirts definitely wear my heart falls because <laughs> I they're very comfortable and I think I look okay in them. And the last one was honky tonks versus rodeos. And I kind of... Uh, puts two types of country music against each other, which is the more Nashville 90s type of country music against the more Texas sort of rodeo scene country music cliches. And if it were me, I've been to a honky-tonk, but I've never been to a rodeo, so I would really want to go, so I probably would have picked rodeos. Um, But it was also pretty close. Uh, rodeos beat honky tonks with uh, 52%, but honky tonks got a really solid 48%, which was super interesting. I was shocked I that they were so close. I to be honest, I really thought that honky tonks were going to win, but I, I'm interested that you know so many people wanted to go to rodeos, and I where were you people when I wanted to go to rodeos in New York? You know. So <laughs> I like doing these because in college I was one of the very few people that was into country music and in the kind of the country world um, because I went to college in a relatively bigger city than small little North Creek. <laughs> but um, and I would try to have these conversations with them and no one was like super receptive. And so I liked this because there were people that voted in this poll or in these polls that I would have never thought had opinions about these kinds of things. And so I was really excited to do this and see such a big turnout and have an engaging sort of activity for my podcast. And I hope to do more in the future. I did one last week. This week was super fun. And I'm hoping I can keep coming up with fun things to ask you guys, my audience, on Instagram. Go check out my stories. They, I usually either post them on Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on how fast I come up with an idea. But I want to engage with you guys more so I have more of a conversation that you guys want to hear. Because country music is my passion and country life is my passion. Um... But because I don't have a host, it, it gets kind of lonely talking by myself. So the fact that I have your responses and I have your half of the conversation, it really helps me out. So thank you to everyone who participated in the poll. And that's really all I've got for you guys this week. I, I just wanted to start a conversation. What is your favorite country cliches? What do you hate? What do you love? Uh, give me some suggestions for what to post about next week. I think this conversation is going really well and I think we could have a successful podcast with a great audience of country music lovers, haters. I don't care what you are as long as you're listening and open-minded. I'm really excited to have you join me on my What Country Is adventure. So that's all I have this week, guys. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great Friday. I hope you have the great rest of your week. And I will be in your ears next Friday with a brand new episode of What Country Is. So have a great one, guys. I'll see you then. Bye.